ಸಹನಾವದು ಸಹನೌಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತಮಾವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಅಥವಾ ಚೈತನ್ಯಮೇವ ಚೈತನ್ಯಾಜವರ ದೂರೀಕರ್ತು ವಾಂಛಸಿ ಕಂ ಬ್ರೂಹಿ ಗಚ್ಛ ಗಚ್ಛೇತಿ ಸರ್ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಚಾಂಡಲ ಅಕಾಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆದಿಶಂಕರ ಸೋ ಗೋಸ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ and when adi shankara says gacha gacha move out of the way it's my space it's all about the it's all about how one defines oneself in relation to space and so here the person is feeling all powerful you know come out of the ganga just now so you're feeling good about yourself you're feeling powerful you're occupying more space and what are you doing over here move you know and uh, the chandala knows a thing or two about space <laughs> what does he know that space is a fabrication that is what he is saying here that you make you are wanting space you know this is uh, also true of intimate relationships i need some space <laughs> yeah ಮೂವ್ ಗಚ್ಚ ಗಚ್ಚ ಫ್ಯೂ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮ್ಯಾರೇಜ್ ಒನ್ ಫೀಲ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಸೇಯಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ ಗಚ್ಚ ಗಚ್ಚ ಗೋ ಅವೇ ಗೋ ಅವೇ ಮೂವ್ ಅವೇ ಕರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಯಾ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವೆದರ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಗಂಗಾ ಘಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಥ್ರೆಶ್ ಹೋಲ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಹೋಮ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಹೋಮ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಹೌ you know how one relates to space and things in space and generally what do we do we relate to space and things with space taking space as absolute spaced out yet no good <laughs> so we take space for granted meaning we take it as absolute and then we say that this is my idea of personal space which in america is a few acres for <laughs> for each person few acres and you know you just want to ha you don't, don't want anything anybody to come anywhere near and in india your space is at the end of the couch where you are sitting <laughs> that's all it is and you know here if somebody comes from india and sees a one bedroom house they will we say this is space for two three families no problem at least two families one will be living in the bedroom you know saparivara along with the parivara along with the family you know children etc and one will be living in the living area no problem three also no no problem 
and here even two people to share a one bedroom apartment becomes extremely difficult oh i don't think we are getting along you know you wake up at 7 o'clock i have to wake up only at 705 we we <laughs> we cannot live together you want the window closed i want the window open gacha gacha <laughs> and the problem here the two problems here one is that you know the ragadveshas need a lot of air time and space so the ragadveshas you know stretch out they do yoga you know the ragadveshas and they are very limber and occupy a lot of space and then that is one problem you know inflexible ragadveshas trying to occupy space and then the other problem is that taking space itself as an absolute which is absolutely wrong as we see from the chandala's very apt and wonderful response you know he says where is the space needed what space <laughs> what space are you talking about oh you spaced out sanyasi what space are you talking about the space between two bodies you want to make greater because your sense of personal space is is different from mine and you feel more entitled to put you know overlay your sense of personal space and then in which i do not belong and he says that that space that you are trying to put between two bodies is made of space five elements Oh, <laughs> that space contains space so therefore that space is a product first of all the five elements are a product of atma how do you know taitri upanishad tasmad va etasmad atmana akashas sambhutah akashad vayuhu vayor agnihi agnerapah adbhyav prithivi so we know this from this atma has come the five elements you know starting with space akashah sambhutah then from space vayu etc etc so space itself is not absolute space is a product and for you who know the absolute and are one with the absolute you're making an absolute fool of yourself in wanting space in wanting to create space from space how is that even possible your body is is nothing but space and and other four elements and my body is also space and other four elements and what is in between our bodies is also space and other four elements i mean there is dew in the air you can say water there is air all the earth is between us and then here you are trying to create space between two entities which are nothing but space this is crazy he says so this is a very beautiful point and he he transcends the question of hierarchy because you see on at the level of the chandala he could have mounted many more defenses he could have said this is discrimination <laughs> who do you think i am i also have the right to occupy this who are you just because you are a brahmana or you you are surrounded by brahmanas who are asking me to move i will not move 
In fact, I'll give all of you a big hug, you know. <laughs> he could have said that. But that was again coming from a place of, that would have been coming from a place of Ajnanam and victimhood. Feeling victimized because it, he has taken it personally. But here he depersonalizes it. He doesn't make it any issue. He does not make this an issue about himself. He makes it an issue from the standpoint of the knowledge. He points out that this, this uh, sage is wrong. So calls him Yativara. Yati he is Yatnashila. Means the, you know, the one who is, you know, worked very hard to get where he is. So there is a Patha Bheda. Means there is a, uh, you know, two versions are there. Both are uh, valid. So uh, Yativara or Dvijavara. You know, Dvijottama. And the most exalted among the sannyasis, but still doesn't know this one thing. And then the most exalted among the yatis, but still doesn't know this. Yati means sannyasi or dvija, brahmanas. You are supposed to have transcended when you took sannyasa. You are supposed to stop being brahmana or anything like that. But here, that identity, the smell of that identity is pervading the ground here. Something is smelling fishy and it is you, <laughs> you know, because you haven't digested or assimilated this knowledge. Very brilliant argument and as though that was not enough, he continues, <laughs> let, us, let us see what he says. He doesn't give a chance for Adi Shankara to respond. He continues further. Kingangambuni Bimbitem Baramanau There is also a part of Veda there. If you have Vati, that's also okay. Viti is also okay. Chandala Viti Payaha yeah, there is a mistake. It should not be payehe. It should be payaha. Chandala vithi payaha. Pure vantaramasti kanchanaghati. Mritkumbhayo vambare. Pratyagvastuni Nistaranga Sahajananda Ava Bodham Budhau Viprogyam Shwapachogyam Ityapimahan Koyam vibhe koyam vibhe da brahmaha. Koyam vibhe da brahmaha. 
ಚಾಂಡಾಲವೀಧೀಪಯ ಪೂರೇವಾಂತರಮಸ್ತಿ ಕಾಂಚನ ಘಟೀ ಮೃತ್ಕುಂಭಯೋವಾಂಬರೆ ಮೃತ್ಕುಂಭಯೋರ್ವಾಂಬರೆ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಗ್ಭಸ್ತು ನಿಸ್ತರಂಗಸಹಜಾನಂದ ಅವಬೋಧಾಂಬುಧಿಪ್ರೋಯಪಚೋಯಿ ಮಹಾನ್ ವಿಪ್ರೋಯಪಚೋಯಿ ಮಹಾನ್ ಕೋಯಂ ವಿಭೇದ ಭ್ರಮ and he not only puts him down by saying who are you saying gachcha gachcha to you know and he further shows off his erudition shows off the intricacies of vedanta that somebody who has studied for a long time only will know not only he shows off his learning he shows off that he is capable of teaching as well because he's handling the intricate uh, what is that teaching secrets you know of vedanta he is he is putting broadcasting and he gives a beautiful example but before we see the example we should uh, discuss this trade secret which is two ways of of teaching about that which cannot be objectified which is the truth of the subject which is not an object how do you teach that which cannot be objectified that which cannot you cannot draw that which you cannot photograph that which you cannot take a selfie with because it is the self and that which which just is without any attributes how are you going to teach about that thankfully it is self evident so you can say it is you but still there are certain uh, tactical or strategic methods deployed in order to share or talk about this knowledge and uh, two particular you know predominant ways are discussed here both are called vada vada means a certain way of looking at something an argument two 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 methods here so one is called you know avabhasa vada or pratibimba vada two names the 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 method of reflected consciousness because you have to account for that which is nameless formless whose presence infiltrates everything and each thing is non separate from that but that is not any one thing how are you going to do this <laughs> you know so therefore there is one you know way one theory called the reflected consciousness argument or the avabhasa vada pratibimba vada which is the same thing and the famous example is one sun correct the last we checked one sun and then you can have 20 pots of water 
how many reflections 20 reflections and if you have to 25 25 endless amounts of reflection that same one sun so the various parts are the what uh, are the mind or the body or whatever it is the upadhis actually we shouldn't call them upadhis the various parts are the minds and then uh, the 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 and the sun is falling in each mind so each mind shines in that borrowed reflected consciousness both the vadas have problems because you are trying to communicate that which is you which is otherwise incommunicable as an object that which is beyond the body mind you know how are you going to that which transcends the mind and yet that which is cognized in the mind all these paradoxes how are you going to communicate so both the, the vadas have problems and this vada has the problem what is the status of the reflecting medium i e water if the pot is the mind or an individual being then what is the reflecting medium is it sat or is it asat does it exist if it exists then it becomes a parallel reality to the existence of the sun which should be all, which should be the only thing and if it doesn't exist how is it going to reflect this is the problem okay then we have the second method that is called the the uh, upadhi what is that called avacheda vada avacheda vada uh, the 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 strategy of conditioned as though of course you have to put big as though everywhere as though reflected consciousness methodology number 1 and as though conditioned consciousness methodology number 2 what to do with this consciousness you know how do you deal with this consciousness one doesn't know because it's not an object for wheeling and dealing so this the second you know theory or the second vada what does it uh, propose it says that you know it concentrates on various upadhis so the example what is the stock example one gold brick okay and then million ornaments so the shine of the gold belongs to either the ornament or the gold the gold and the weight of the ornament is equal to what really the weight of gold the color of the ornament the color of gold in fact the whole gold is you know the whole ornament is but gold gold is not ornament this is the avachedavada as though the gold is conditioned by being an ornament or being in the upadhi of an ornament without any loss of shine weight or nature so similarly brahman does not become the jagat or the things in the jagat brahman as though enters this upadhi and then takes on the form of this upadhi without any loss at all but here again what is this upadhi thankfully we can say mithya and you know get away with it again both of them have problems uh, we prefer prefer because we follow adi shankara adi shankara also appears to prefer avachedavada because it has fewer problems so we we prefer to follow that avachedavada that pot clay gold uh, ornament etc that kind of an example and rarely you will uh, see us give examples of uh, what is that sun and water unless the text mentions it if the text mentions it of course we have to talk about it and give the example but otherwise we will not be giving that example
because it is very confusing you know so then uh, you know so that is he he brings that out in the in the first instance itself in this uh, in this uh, second uh, verse he brings out both those uh, vadas and shows off the the depth of his erudition and so what does he say let us see kim you know gangaambuni ganga we all know the river ganga ambuni ambu ambuni means in the waters ambu is water so in the ganga water bimbite reflected in the reflected ambaramanau ambara is sky mani is the jewel what's the jewel in the sky the sun the sun so a poetic way of saying sun is ambaramani tasmin ambaramanau in that in the ganga reflected in the ganga water the jewel in the sky is reflected in the ganga water scenario number 1 this is how we have to break it down so what is the jewel in the sky so in one scenario we have the sun and where is it uh, you know shining in the in the ganga water already there is a certain kind of a ganga water means holy immediately you feel like going like this devi sureshwari bhagavati gange all kinds of chants come to mind and then you you feel good thinking about ganga you know and then you feel very close ganga is so sacred it's all knowledge and it's the most superior among the rivers adi shankara was once asked you know what is the holiest river in india and he surprised everyone by saying yamuna and everybody was confused what you said yamuna what about ganga he says ganga is not river she is the mother of knowledge so she doesn't even come under the category of river to compete with and be one amongst so that is the that is the stature of ganga a very high stature pure because you know there is something we cannot say any more there is there was <laughs> something until we started to put all kinds of things in the ganga something in that water that resisted bacteria so if you brought a bottle of ganga home that water never went bad it would kill all the bacteria it was very pure and then you go up you know because which is the real ganga you don't know so you go from haridwar to rishikesh and then there is devaprayag alakananda and bhagirathi and then you say okay alakananda and bhagirathi together but which is ganga then you conclude bhagirathi because they have done an analysis and bhagirathi has that bacteria repelling property then you follow bhagirathi up to karnaprayag there you have mandakini and you know mandakini and bhagirathi joining there and like this you, you go to rudraprayag so then you really don't know where the ganga is but still she has a very high status she is a goddess she is mother she is the never ending flow of brahma vidya this ganga she is just knowledge personified and so that you know that is so you can imagine the sun reflected in the ganga water what a beautiful early morning sight you go there to bathe 
and you know while you are shivering there because <laughs> ganga water is very cold while you are shivering you enjoy the sun reflected in the water okay this is scenario number 1 scenario number 2 is given here in the next line you know athava va he says va is in the third line here but you have to bring it up va chandala vidhi payaf pure you know and antaram asti va kim so or you think of the sun again and that same sun is being reflected in a little ditch in a little kind of you know where all the people who don't have indoor plumbing are washing their dishes outside you know because there is no water flowing so they are taking the dishes outside and then they are all washing so all that gutter water you know payaha usually means milk but here it's some kind of a sludge any kind of a flowing sludge fluid so here all the grey water of the whole slum chandala vidhi vidhi here street or vati a little settlement that's why both are okay so in the settlement of the slum which cannot afford uh, or which, which has been neglected by by all somewhere in the corner where neglected including by the government where there is no flowing water and so what is there all the grey water the the washing water the dish washing water etc has made itself into a nice creek and is flowing by the slum and the sun is reflected in that also <laughs> and his question is is there a difference kim antaram asti va is there a difference in the reflection you know do can you say that it's a different sun that is reflected in that water in the dirty ditch water of the people in this neglected forgotten you know settlement slum or the the wonderful broad wide flowing ganga water so in between the two suns what is the difference that's his question one may be dirty water the reflection may be muddy or whatever you may say that and people do say that people who subscribe to this method of teaching will say that the mind which is the pot water pot has to be purified because otherwise the reflection will be obscured all these things you can say but here the problem the, the question he is asking is not in the reflection he is not focusing on the reflection he is focusing on the sun because he is not identifying as the reflection he is not identifying as the reflection what is he identifying as the sun that is my original identity i am that sun who shines in space who is the all shine that presence that self evident consciousness that is all shining ever present never absent and what's the difference if that shines on the ganga or in a ditch of water what is the difference it's that same presence and kim antaramastiva he says then he gives another example as though this was not enough <laughs> one more example he gives then he says kimba kanchana ghati 
मृत्कुंभयोहो वा अंबरे एंड दिस इज द सेकंड वे ऑफ सेकंड टैक्टिकल टीचिंग मेथडोलॉजी द सेकंड पेडागोजी हियर इज इज डिस्क्राइब्ड व्हिच इज व्हाट अबच्छेदवादा we don't have golden pot kanchana ghati but we have glazed pot <laughs> superior compared to what uh, this little fellow yeah this ordinary little fellow and then this blue blooded royal <laughs> glazed pot correct mind you we are not talking about pot what are we talking about pot space ha huh. is there space in this pot is there space in this pot yes is there space in this pot yes what's the difference between the space in the superior costly glazed pot and the space in the janata pot in the you know masses the pot of the masses is there any difference in the space ha huh. this is vedanta right yeah don't talk about pot talk about pot space and that's how you transcend the golden pot and the copper pot and the mud pot first you give this philosophy and then you say hand over the kanchana ghati to me <laughs> give me the golden pot because obviously we are not talking of pots so on hand that <laughs> so <coughs> so this is the second way of teaching where you you take an entity such as a pot and then you falsify that entity right in front of you know you don't have to make the pot disappear or you don't have to make the pot space disappear you don't have to have slate of hand where you slowly you know you just keep talking and then gone that's why you wear long sleeves so that it can then come out of the sleeve so that's not what this is this is not indian magic indian magic is showing right here and seeing that it doesn't even exist really speaking because if it is a if it is trying to encapsulate space then that space is not something that can be encapsulated at all so that is at that level but even if you take just pot then you can dismiss it immediately by saying this is not pot this is clay but we are not going there we are going further we are going further and we are looking at the highly specific and uh, specialized methodology of teaching using not the example of pot and clay but pot space so what is the difference between this pot space and that pot space and if this pot space struts around and feels superior and says to this one gachcha gachcha that is pot language <laughs> gachcha gachcha what you know what's the big deal because it's still space and the and also since this space is mithya sorry since the pot is mithya the space you know is undergoes no change whether it is in the pot or outside the pot it doesn't have to break open the pot in order to be free it already just is so this is what is avachchedavada so the chandala 
hits him on both the, <laughs> through both the teaching techniques and uh, shows him the error of his ways in the first one it's very clear because adi shankara here has become one with the ganga and has come out and thinking i am the ganga <laughs> and then and you are you know a dirty slum boy that chagachha and then you know so he he says you are not the ganga and i am not the slum from where i come you and i are both that single son the truth of you and the truth of myself are both that single non dual sun that shines equally in the in the uh, sludgy streets of the slum of the chandala settlement or in the broad waters of the ganga it's one and the same you cannot say that the sun has undergone a transformation so who are you saying gachcha gachcha to or you think of yourself as a golden boy a golden pot you come out of this golden pot and then i am a regular clay pot but don't look at the pot or the pot belly <laughs> that is not to reckon with here so what is there to count what is there to count is the fact that this space in this pot and that space in that pot uh, in that pot is just one space in fact from the standpoint of space there is no pot there is no outside pot inside pot because inside outside is when you take space as absolute you know so space is not space simply is the pots come and go space doesn't say i am trapped in the pot unless of course it has a human mind <laughs> then it will say i'm trapped in the pot space just doesn't say i'm trapped in the pot and in fact space says to the pot i am not in you you exist in me ah because then this will become then we are entering the the city of zen how is space in pot or is pot in space class dismissed <laughs> you go do all the work <laughs> you know this is the zen masters class but here we we make sure that the correct thing is understood pot is in space everything is in space space is in chaitanyam and that chaitanya is you here the space is taken as a you know taken to stand in for that chaitanya in in the first example the sun is standing in for that chaitanya which is one that free consciousness which is all pervasive which is neither in the pot nor in the you know in a, located in a particular area associated with dirt dust or loneliness all that does not affect the sun when the sun travels through the basti the vithi the settlement of the chandala after that it doesn't have to go take a bath i think i feel really dirty because there was too much dishwasher there let me take a bath no neither does the pot space need to wash wash itself out after it has visited a lowly mud pot nor does the pot space after having visited the golden pot feel all shiny and important no 
space has nothing to do with the pot and space simply is in fact you know space is not trapped in the pot pot is in space if anything at all and so here too this is made very clear i am that in the first instance i am that shining consciousness that is not located anywhere regardless of the location i just shine and undergo no change whether i shine on a high sounding you know holy river or i shine in a little ditch water of washed clothes no difference at all it does not affect me and likewise whether i visit a pot that is made of gold studded with gems totally studded with gems and then i visit a pot that is made of clay lowly clay no difference the space is not affected in any way i am that space i am that sun like consciousness in the first example it is that you know chit that all knowledge shining like the sun and here in the second example it is more that sat the existence and the ananta that is what is highlighted in the in the pot space example so i am that sachidananda that is without a second unaffected by the roles i play unaffected by the bodies i am in whether it's body of water or whether it's a body of made up of five elements and i am completely asanga free of any associations and so you tell me now is there any difference with this at all and no wonder they all thought he must be an incarnation of mahadeva it was convenient to see him as an incarnation of the lord not that you know we are against avataras no it's convenient to see the chandala as an in- incarnation of the lord because it seems so out of the ordinary that the chandala would not only know this but say this <laughs> in 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 extempore poetry shardula vikridata meter the tiger at play the baby tiger at play <laughs> you know very difficult meter to compose in it's not easy and so and then adi shankara must have you know must have said okay this is something <laughs> this is uh, this is something that uh, has to be remedied immediately what has to be remedied the walk and the talk have to be together and we don't even know if this really happened but we we can still take the lessons of that we can take the lessons of needing to assimilate vedanta that is what is here for us to take it's not to put down adi shankaracharya in fact he goes up in our eyes when we see the next few verses he actually goes up in our eyes because it takes a lot of uh, humility and it takes a lot of uh, um, erudition and humility to admit that this was this is an error of judgment to admit that you know i am not proud of this but this is how it has been 
and that admitting itself makes one great because in the admitting you are distancing yourself from the upadhi even further you are disidentifying with it and saying okay these things happen it was not the best thing you know i'm not proud of it it's not the best thing i've done but what do you do this is how it is and perhaps i should have done something else nothing wrong in admitting that and nothing wrong in saying in apologizing which is what he proceeds to do very beautifully and uh, you know and they, they we look at the refrain here yeah so oh i haven't finished with this i haven't finished with this so uh, so this is he gives these two examples and then he goes further to explain pratyag vastuni pratyag is a very interesting word pratilomena anchati pratilomena anchati iti pratyag means pratyag means that which uh, shines how to say this that which shines uh, or becomes evident through its opposite that's what it is pratilomena anchati through its opposite like for example uh, you know how do you reveal atma that which is free of time you see the opposite that which is free of time atma timeless that which is opposed to time you know not opposed to but free of time free of space free of guilt free of hurt all this is pratyagatma free of uh, what else you know all kinds of superimpositions free of all emotional roller coasters so when you say that you are defining it in contradistinction in it's a kind of a contrary definition so that's what it is called pratyag so pratyag vastuni in this vastu vastu means thing the only thing worth being called a thing is atma all else is no thing nothing really so the only thing worth being called a thing is vastu everything else is avastu so vastu vastuni in this vastu which can which is only defined through a series of contra, uh, contrary definitions because that's how it is assimilated and that's how it is taught you know no you know even though we can say you are satyam jnanam anantam brahma you know that is not a pratyag definition the pratyag definition is yattadadrekshamagrahyam avarnam agotram apanipadam you know so that which is without a uh, lineage agotram that which is you know uh, not an object of sight that which is not an object of karmendriyas you can't grasp it that which is without hands and legs so this is what is called pratyag that which is free of you know sorrow that which is free of fear so pratyag here which is that which is defined in a contrary way as the i because the i that i know is contrary to what the i that is to the i that is revealed by the shastra that is why it is called pratyag because it's always in competition in at least in the beginning with what i know so what i know to be true is negated with the shastra the shastrik version of what is the truth and so in this vastu 
this vastu alone is this is the only thing that exists all other things shine after this so all other things are just a manifestation of name and form name and form name and form name and form that's what it is asti bhati priyam naam roopam cheti adyatrayam brahmaroopam jagadroopam tatodvayam there is a beautiful uh, saying in the drig drishya viveka in another text and what is there it says that everything has let us say everything in the universe has five components asti it exists bhati it shines it comes to be known as an object as a subject doesn't matter it is it is communicable it is it is known it becomes evident asti bhati and then what priyam it is an object of love wait a minute <laughs> how can you say everything in the world is an object of love it's not an object of love at all in fact there are many things i hate including myself so so there what are you going to do about that <laughs> yes there may be many things you dislike but then those things become an object of love because of their absence mm what you are trying to do is to is to bring out the pleased self that is what priyam is either by the presence by by accumulating things which you like or staying away or trying to stay away from things that bring out the worst in you so asti bhati priyam this is this is common to all the things plus nama and rupa name and form or word and meaning these are the five components of everything so so what then the next line says adyatrayam the first three you know of those aspects belong to brahman adyatrayam brahmarupam belong to the self belong to brahman and then jagadrupam tatodvayam the last two belong to jagat so what is this jagat the property of this jagat nama rupa nama rupa rupa nama nama rupa word and meaning word and meaning word and meaning word and meaning that's all it is word and meaning asti bhati priyam that that existence that presence that knowledge because everything in this, in this jagat is all knowledge when you say flower is flower asti then you are saying what flower knowledge is you are not saying just flower is because that flower is is in, intricately one with flower knowledge there is no flower without flower knowledge as soon as you say flower is oh this one is a nice one yeah daffodil has come out early <laughs> and uh, so flower asti look at all the knowledge here this is a certain like a crimped effect here and these petals are standing out how many there are and how you know how this one uh, flowers and the stamen coming from inside and then this you know the back of it has a little covering all this is knowledge it's a botanist's delight because that's what it is 
and why this is yellow and why that is the darker shade inside and why this is outside little lighter all this is just knowledge 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 which we don't know anything about and even the botanist at some point why, why is this two shades we don't know but there is knowledge so flower asti means flower knowledge is so flower asti is equal to bhati that bhati is all knowledge and then flower priyam presence of flower priyam for those without allergies <laughs> absence of flower priyam for those with allergies nonetheless that priyam predominates that priyam is aham aham priyam i am an object of love and i want to make sure that you know i bring out the pleased self in my encounters with the jagat which is just nama roopa nama roopa nama roopa nama roopa roopa nama roopa nama so here that is what the pratyak vastu is itself free of everything in contradistinction to everything that you know and itself is free of all the things that you can imagine and it is all knowledge it is all it is the source of all existence and in fact everything is a manifestation of itself it's just word and meaning you know like even the wood which is made into chair table all these things it's that same wood alone and which you can easily transcend when you say touch wood ah when you say touch wood you're transcending the table you're transcending the varnish you're transcending the legs you're transcending everything same thing or touch wood you touch the chair i'm not saying i'm touching the chair it's not saying touch chair touch wood nothing is available touch wood <laughs> no comments on that you know yeah touch wood and so this touch wood is a wonderful statement of vedanta really vedantic statement because you are transcending nama roopa here and so that pratyak vastu touch wood <laughs> that in that pratyak vastuni and he describes what this vastu is which is free of everything you know which is like an ocean you know the pratyak vastu he says you know ambudha 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 ambudhi is is ocean ambudhi is ocean and in this ocean which is the pratyagvash vastu because it is glorious big and oceanic and in this oceanic consciousness free of all name and form what kind of an ocean nistaranga not an angry ocean full of tsunamis and breakers and surfs a placid ocean content in itself sometimes the ocean when you go very calm not a wave inside that kind of an ocean it is oceanic majestic swe mahimni tishthati in its own glory it abides and resides it doesn't need anything to complete itself if a few rivers come and join okay no problem there is room but if a few rivers protest because of el nino and decide and dry out on the way to joining because of all the global warming and everything theek hai no problem and so like this unaffected by what goes and comes nistaranga 
it is free of disturbances within itself it is free of disturbances from outside because it's nothing else is there except the vastu so where else will it be disturbed so there is no swajatiya bheda there is no vijatiya bheda there is no swagata bheda there is no, nothing other than itself there is nothing like it there is nothing you know split within it because it is free of limbs so in that pratyag vastu which is free of everything all names and forms which is like an ocean of contentment a majestic ocean it is residing in as the majestic oceanic glory that it is which is free of all conflict taranga free free of all disturbance movements residing presiding over its own glory content to be itself and what is that glory ananda limitless glory sahaja which is natural to itself it's not a contrived ananda because it has it has one upmanship over the next ocean <laughs> it's not that you know i am a better ocean than you that not that kind of an ananda it is a sahaja it is natural to its own nature and then what nistaranga without a second without disturbance so ananda here of course it is uh, translated as what bliss it's not we are not talking of one more experience already we have so many experience then we have to have one more experience of ananda how is that we don't know what that ananda is it has to be experienced we are not talking of object of experience because the experience is that which comes and goes this is that which is sahaja your own nature so it is not a contact high of con- the contact of the subject with some kind of an object of choice it's not a contact high it is not a high that then becomes a low there is no ecstasy there is no agony there is a contentment an ever brimming contentment a causeless contentment there is no cause for the contentment and there is no seeking to extend the contentment because that contentment need not be extended cannot be extended it is you in fact you are an extension of that contentment <laughs> so there is nothing to extend you means the upadhi here is an extension of that contentment so that contentment plus body contentment plus mind plus senses these are all value added additions to that infinite consciousness which is limitless which is like an oceanic glory which resides in itself which presides over itself and so in this ocean in this ocean you know so this ocean is the you know in this ocean what kind of difference can you make viproham viproham means what i'm working for this company called vipro <laughs> in india everybody works for vipro <laughs> lot of people <laughs> viproham <laughs> no 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 you know no 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 vipraha means the one who is a erudite scholarly person is called vipra so this vipra vipratvam is a superimposition is an extension as though extension 
you know of this of uh, you stretch this pratyak vastu and then it includes vipra vipra and no problem it accommodates vipra it is manifest as vipra it transcends vipra in other words vipra is nothing but vastu vastu ain't vipra okay <laughs> yeah this is how we have to understand that's why i said you know you can't extend the contentment because you yourself are an extension or manifest extended manifestation of that contentment so the vipra is a manifestation of that contentment which is this pratyak vastu and then what on the other hand one hand vipra who is the vipra adi shankara and then what does he describe himself as shwapacho i am you know i just ate dog for lunch i had dog for lunch what are you going to do about it you know i am a dog eater shwapacha shwapak and all these you know words means dog eater means there is some kind of a revulsion when you think of somebody who is eating dog then you know you don't have a good feeling about them you know already the stomach starts to churn thinking about somebody eating dog so he says this kinds of in this oceanic uh, you know in this waveless disturbance free ocean of brimming contentment what use are these distinctions viproham vipro ayam viprah ayam this is vipra this is an erudite great sanyasi quickly fall at his feet and then this one is a lowly little chandala who just cooked a dog for lunch you know koyam vibhramah bheda vibhramah vibhramah means what kind of a delusion is this koyam vibhramah what kind of a delusion is this based on difference what kind of a delusionary difference is this in other words you are deluded you are totally deluded my dear adi shankara <laughs> now the ball is in your court how are you going to respond yeah mahan vibheda brahma it's a big erroneous distinction a big distinction which is which is all of which is totally useless totally useless distinction it's a it's akshepartha kim you know that kim is right in the front that kim here has has several meanings here akshepartha means in the form of a rhetorical question rhetorical question means it doesn't you can't answer it's just it is emphasizing that this is not possible so sometimes it is for the sake of emphasizing something sometimes the kim emphasis is for emphasis here it's a rhetorical question akshepartha kim and uh, yeah so so then here viproyam shvapachoyam iti mahan vedabigramah vibhramah kaha and adi shankara as the story goes falls at his feet and then shows his own erudition through the and his humility through the next five verses actually the panchakam starts now <laughs> yeah jagrat swapna sushupti shu sphutatara 
संविदृंबते या ब्रह्मादिपीलिकातनुषु प्रोता जगत्साक्षिणी सैवाहन्न च सैवाहम न दृश्य वस्तृढ़ प्रज्ञापी चेत सैवाहम न दृश्य वस्तृढ़ प्रज्ञापी चेत चांडालोस्तु सतुजोस्तु गुरु चांडालोस्तु सतुजोस्तु गुरु मनीषा मम जाग्रत्स्वन सुषुप्तिषु स्फुटतराजृंबते ब्रह्मादिपीलिकातनुषु प्रोता जगत्साक्षिणी सैवाहन्न च दृश्य वस्ति दृढ़ प्रज्ञापी चेत चंडालोस्तु सतुजोस्तु गुरु मनीषा मम या सो दि प्रोटैगनिस्ट ऑफ दिस वर्स इज ए वर्ड हियर कॉल्ड संवित संवित मीन्स कॉन्शियसनेस फेमिनिन वर्ड संवित मीन्स कॉन्शियसनेस दैट वस्तु इज नेम फॉर इट इज कॉन्शियसनेस विच इज अंडरस्टूड एज घटा पटा एट्सेट्रा घट संवित पट संवित मीन्स विच इज अंडरस्टूड एज द not just as the objects of the individual cognition but also as the subject of the individual cognition because when i cognize pot okay when i say this is pot then the pot shines but then in order for the pot to shine or become evident to me there has to be one more step what is that i have to be self evident then only the pot becomes evident to me so in that in my own existence because my existence is evident to me i have the power of cognizing things and bringing them to light because i am that self lit causeless light that light of consciousness that is samvit so when you say that there is nothing to witness then it is just samvit 
otherwise it is ghatas samvit it comes to be known as pot cognition and here the cognition includes the cognizer even though the subject object difference is there the subject is that invariable consciousness the objects come and go understood no yeah so subject is invariable objects are variable correct so each time i look at a subject sorry each time i look at the object um, it's actually you know underscoring the presence of the subject and that subject is that consciousness which is always there and so that is called ghata you know whatever it is it's called samvit samvit feminine you know so we have many words we have chitihi feminine chaitanyam neuter and then we have samvit also feminine atma masculine and uh, the upanishad does a lot of gender benders so that we don't get used to looking at the atma in one particular manner or one particular way it uh, does all the gender benders immediately why because you know that gender is the last thing to give up really because one is you know it has to do with a subtle body identification and so it's the last thing to give up and so we help ourselves because you know in the kathopanishad it says uh, what is that uh, it says purushatna param kinchit there's nothing better or beyond the purusha the word purusha is a masculine word and then the very next line says sa kashtha sa paragatihi so what happened <laughs> transgender that's what it is transcend the gender here sa kashtha of course that kashtha is you know qualifying gatihi that the, the the ultimate end the ultimate end here became from he to she <laughs> that's what it is very beautiful and so like this the upanishad keeps us on our toes because otherwise you can just start thinking of bhagavan as just male and uh, atma is just male and then you know if one is a woman one can feel left out what is this <laughs> and so this is a nice change to use it from the standpoint of samvit we should make this uh, you know attempt uh, to to use different uh, nouns both masculine and feminine so that you know that uh, there is not that uh, jaded feeling in the head that this is how it has to unfold and so adi shankara is demonstrating this very well and he says jagrat swapna sushuptishu sphutatara jagrat waking swapna dream sushuptishu in these states sphutatara very clearly ya samvit that consciousness that which consciousness ujjrimbate okay interesting word it really means prakashate that which kashate which shines that which is self evident that consciousness we'll just see the meaning first that consciousness which is evident in all the three universal states of experience which are what waking dream and sleep and then so that is with regard to one's own body then what about all the other bodies well that which is the witness of the whole universe 
which is manifest in all bodies starting with brahma ji exalted body samashti body the creator and ending with a little pipilika <laughs> and yeah so right from brahma ji to an ant that which pervades prota that samvit is prota prota means pervades and pervades you know as the witness consciousness of this whole jagat that which pervades and then further sa eva aham she indeed i am nice change from soham soham <laughs> sometimes you should be saying saham saham also nice sa eva aham nacha drishya vastu not the objects that i am encountering iti dhrida pragnya yasya chet don't bring the api here dhrida pragnya yasya chet for whom this dhrida nischaya this certain knowledge is there then that person can be a chandala or a brahmana you know saha api that api should come where saha is saha api guruhu iti esha that person is also my guru is also a guru for me iti esha iti esha manisha mama so manisha is also feminine here samvit is also feminine and so uh, so manisha here means knowledge this is the this is my understanding this is my comprehension this is my knowledge this is nothing but my own knowledge my you know this is the understanding that i have and in other words i mean he doesn't have to apologize or whatever he has already righted his wrong notion by reiterating his understanding that is how he accepts that he is wrong by reiterating what he really knows and uh, calling the uh, you know first he said gachcha gachcha and now that gachcha gachcha object of gachcha gachcha has become guruhu sah api mama guruhu he also is the same as my guru and we'll see why uh, you know as we proceed in the verse but this is the refrain so this this last line will keep repeating itself you know after all the five verses because it has a nice uh, refrain so here jagrat swapna sushuptishu what do we have in common with the waking state the sleeping state and the dreaming state i don't know because i'm sleeping right now <laughs> what is it that is common to all hmm i forget consciousness i i am the one that is consciousness absolutely right it is consciousness but how do you you don't say oh consciousness is awake right now consciousness would like to have a cup of tea you know consciousness is having a hard time keeping awake you say i am awake right that i is common to all that i happens to be consciousness we'll see that we've already seen that in a certain way but that i am awake that i is common to all correct because who is awake you don't say not me you know and sometimes people come to class with a do not disturb <laughs> placard hanging over the neck <laughs> sit in the corner and that what is that baseball cap 
you cover the thing and you just keep a book or a few pages in front of you and you know and then nobody bothers because they see they don't disturb sign <laughs> as good as so who is awake i aham how do you know i know because i'm interacting with you i'm inter- but how do you know i'm not in your dream <laughs> i know because i can you know pinch myself that's why i told you yesterday call this manisha pinchakam <laughs> because it's a wake up call in a in a sense so here i am the one who is awake i take uh, oh, what is that i take ownership of the waking state hmm i inhabit and take ownership of the waking state maybe not right now but generally i do <laughs> this is a hard time for the class you know yeah and <laughs> that too for such a serious class <laughs> so uh, thankfully it only meets once a week twice a week <laughs> weekends so um, so then i i wish i could say after this you can go to sleep but you can't <laughs> Four o'clock. There is one more class. <laughs> so, I am the one who is awake. I am witness of the waking state. Correct. And then, what about the sleeping state? Yo, I am not the witness. In sleep, there is no sakshi. Where is the sakshi in sleep? Who slept? you know that's a good question maybe it was the neighbor <laughs> neighbor slept but somehow i became awake you know whose dream is it not mine i can't have such a bad dream it must be yours <laughs> nobody says that you take ownership of all the states i am the one who is awake hopefully and i am the one who slept you can't say someone else slept but by mistake i got up no <laughs> you slept you got up and it was your dream distasteful as it was it was your dream <laughs> correct so the common thing in all the states is what aham 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 iti sakshat sakshi rupena bhasate that which shines that which obtains as i i i and that i never shuts up the i that never shuts up even a pet bird sometimes they keep people keep pet birds i don't know why you know imagine yourself in a cage but anyhow so they keep a pet bird and the bird doesn't have poor thing it's been brought out from the elements and imprisoned in the house which doesn't have much of uh, sunlight and it doesn't know the cycles it's it's thrown off the cycles and so it keeps going cheep 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 night day the person has to sleep to show the bird that it is night time they cover the cage with a thick towel and the poor bird nothing interesting is happening <laughs> and it's probably claustrophobic and promptly goes to sleep and does not wake up till <laughs> till you uncover it in the next morning you know so is this consciousness like that <laughs> you put a cover over it and then you know sleeping state and then the cover is removed waking state actually in and through the cover it is still there that's how it says sukham aham aswapsam i slept very well akinchida vedisham i slept so well i did not know anything 
That's how you can say that because there is a causal witness even of the sleeping state. There is a causal witness. So in other words, the I is alupta. It can never be covered. Atma can never be covered. Alupta drik. That which is, you know, never goes to sleep and suffers no ill effects. That we have to say. Because nowadays, people are able to pull all-nighters, no problem. And then what is that called? Uh, some rhythm. Circadian rhythm goes awry. And then you have to go to the doctor. Who is this doctor? Sleep expert. This is a new thing. <laughs> that you need a doctor for sleep also. I met somebody. Actually in Georgia, somebody who said, I said, what kind of a doctor are you? In Atlanta, they had come to one of the classes and they said, I am a sleep expert. Then, of course, I am intrigued. Then I said, what do, what, what exactly it is? I, I get paid to watch people sleep. <laughs> That's all it is. You, you hook up the person and you have to take your jammies and go to the, go to the sleep center. Your teddy bear, your feeding bottle, whatever you need to sleep. <laughs> you take all that and go sleep in front of them. And they will first put uh, hook you up. And if that doesn't keep you awake, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what will keep, what will happen. But then you sleep and then the, the feedback of the nature of the sleep is constantly being sent. To the non-sleeping one, Aluptadrik, the doctor here, <laughs> who is awake. Correct? So like this, the Atma doesn't really go to sleep. The Atma watches the sleeper <laughs> like a sleep expert doctor. And the Atma doesn't have to check into rehab for sleeplessness. Atma is ever present, ever awake. And then, you know, there is the Jagrad Avastha, very special state called the waking state. It's the most special state because the other two states are boring, really. Sleeping, what happens, you know, sleep, nothing. That's all, you know. <laughs> you know, you may drool a little, you may snore a little, lot, you know. <laughs> you may turn around, you may kick the person next to you off the bed. You know, that. <laughs> that's all that happens. Nothing interesting happens in sleep. Nothing. It's in fact a laya, a resolution of all the things that are there. Nothing happens. A dream slightly more interesting because there is an imaginary world where you can create a few things and then, you know, interact with those things. But still in dream also, you, you are inhibited. Yeah, somebody told me I had a dream that I got a letter in which there was a big check. You know, I could see through the window in the envelope that the check had an endless number of zeros after this one. I said, that's a great dream. Why? But the person looked very sad. Why are you frustrated? That's a great dream. Yeah, but in the dream, I'm not able to get the envelope open. <laughs> Even the dream prarabdha is not allowing the, the person to get that money, you know. So the dream is also inhibited because it has all kinds of frustrations. What do I do? How do I do this? Where do I go? All these things. Because I can't do as I like. It is inhibited 
by my own memories and you know desires and my prarabdha all these three things in tandem you know this is the dream state no wonder we love the waking state ha ha you know i am let loose in the waking state <laughs> fantastic finally there are things i can interact with i am the doer i am the thinker i am the hearer i am the seer i am the actor karta i am the bhokta i am the <laughs> recipient of all my doings and here i can do lots of things so the human incarnation is not for the sleeping state otherwise you would have been a bear yeah because you can't bear it you are here as a human being and again the human incarnation is not for the sake of you know dream otherwise you'd be dreaming all the time the human incarnation is for the sake of the waking state where there are certain accounts to settle and the knowledge is also gained in the waking state even though people tell me in the dream i was attending vedanta class <laughs> but the ignorance becomes a problem when is in, in the sleeping state no in the sleeping state i'm happy to be ignorant happily i'm ignorant in the dream state maybe a little problem it creates but in the waking state the sli- the sleep is a problem you know sorry ignorance is a problem in the waking state and where is it remedied in the waking state you cannot say i am bothered by my self ignorance in the waking state i'll take care of it in dream not possible in the waking state only it has to be taken care of so therefore the waking state is the most special and is the purpose of the incarnation is to spend the time in the waking state and uh, so we'll stop here ಪೂರ್ಣಮದಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದಂಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ ಶಾಂತಿ